This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. What up, what up? Welcome into the Daily Score. I'm Mark Grody. The show is originating from the NFL Networks out at Hallis Hall. So, as always, thank you to Stacey Dales for letting me co-op the NFL Network room. Let's get right into it and the very latest on Justin Fields and his right hand. Here's Bears head coach Matt Eberflus. The injury update with uh, Justin, you know, he's not going to, he won't practice today. Uh, I don't have any other further updates in terms of what I said earlier on Monday. Um, Again, it still comes down to the grip strength, uh, where he is uh, um, later in the week, and we'll see. Right now he's working with the trainers, and that's progressing well, uh, but we'll see where it is. We still think he's doubtful for this week. Um, you know, Tyson, you know, will be the starter if that is the case. And uh, we're certainly excited about him. To clarify with Justin, is, is surgery something that's still on the table or being discussed if the grip strength? Yeah, I believe we'll know, have a, some clarity later in the week, hopefully. But we'll see where it is later in the week. Uh, but uh, again, nothing's off the table. Nothing on, uh, is on the table right now. We still got to see where it is. Was it the base of his thumb that was dislocated or the tip? Do you know? Yeah, I'm not going to talk about specifics of that. Um, but, uh, again, it's come to, come down to grip strength. Uh, he's working better. The swelling has gone down some, which is good. Uh, so we'll see where it is. Could that be, since the swelling has gone down, could this eventually, best-case scenario, be a situation that trainers would be able to tape it and he'd be able to play through it that way? Yeah, I mean, that's that's where it is, right? Other people that have in, had this injury, it's it's gone that way, you know, where they've taped it and they went through it and they've played. It's been a week-to-week thing and then all the way to having surgery and then being out. So it's uh, we don't know where it is yet. We'll figure it out on, uh, later in the week. What do you gain by waiting until the end of the week to make the decision? Uh, just more the, the grip strength, see where he is, functionality, uh, see where he is. That's really what we gain. So there is some hope he could play Sunday if you're not ruling it out now. Um, like I said, we don't know. We don't know. You know, the, if you say uh, hope, you know, there's, you know, certainly we're optimistic uh, where it is. But, again, we don't know. We don't have the answers yet. We'll know later in the week. Bears head coach Matt Eberflus right there. I thought the most important thing that came out of that was to hear that the swelling is down for Justin Fields. That's a big deal thing. My guess still is that he's going to miss two games. That is what I believe. He's not going to play this Sunday. I mean, you know that. You figure that out. They have all but said it. He is officially doubtful in this game. I saw Justin Fields in the locker room. He did have like a saw. I don't even know what you call it. It was like a soft cast on his right hand and thumb. But then eventually he took it off. So and he was sitting by his locker and he was using his right thumb to text. So it's not like the the thumb is immobile or impossible to work with. So I do think that he's going to miss two games and that he will be back out there. So the quarterback this week is going to be Tyson Bajip. Bajip was front and center with us. He was up at the podium out here at Hallis Hall. I think my life has been planned out for me ahead of time. I think that everything that happened, that has happened and will happen, was already set in stone to happen. You know, coming where I, from where I come from, um, you know, I've pretty much beat every odd that there was for me. You know, I got nothing to lose. I'm just, you know, I'm going to go out there and, you know, 
fight with these guys to the death and, you know, try to stack up as many wins as I can until till we get Justin back. What's the score going to be Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Nice one. No comment. <laughs> what, what, does it, what does it mean to you to, to be on this stage and, and to reach this point? It, it means everything. I think after the last game of my college career, I was talking to a good buddy of mine and just kind of, you know, we were kind of talking about like, hey, you know, no matter how good or bad this goes at the next level, there's a very big chance that, you know, Maybe you make the team, but you, you might never get to start a game ever again in your whole life. You might never get, you know, that, that, that QB1 role ever again. And that's just kind of, you know, how the, how the apple falls from the tree sometimes. But uh, to, to look where I'm at and to look how everything is kind of falling into place, uh, just nothing but, you know, extreme gratitude and just feeling super blessed to, you know, be able to be that, that uh, kind of motivational role in the, the younger people in my, in my, in my family, kind of be that person they can look up to and just really just motivation for everybody that, you know, maybe at a smaller level and all the people back home. Good stuff from Tyson Bajan. In other words, he's just not overwhelmed. And he feels like, you know, as other human beings do, that their life is predetermined and he's exactly where he is supposed to be. So, you know, I mean – I think what we're learning here about Tyson Bajan, he's got one part of this job down, and that's the confidence, the ability to speak well. I have no idea what kind of a leader he is right now, but he definitely fits the part in some ways. But we all know what's most important, and that is his ability to play. I thought in going through the locker room, you know, in talking to other players about Bajan, because it was really all about Bajan, that most of them were more into saying the right thing. Yeah, we, we, you know, he's a confident kid. We support Tyson Bajan, you know, all that kind of stuff because they don't really know him that well. But Tyler Scott, another rookie, I thought had the best stuff on him because it was kind of meaty in terms of some specifics and one thing that he has been or did do well. Here's Tyler Scott. The checks he makes um, sometimes are just like, oh, like – he made that check like it was just kind of like some things that necessarily weren't kind of almost necessarily in the game plan, but just kind of things that was just uh, playing football. Um, you know, I think he just has that it about him. You know, we had a scenario this past week where um, something was called and um, we made an adjustment, you know, on the fly. Kind of told him, I think it was on that third down play. Um, he just kind of made an adjustment like, hey, leaving the huddle's like, hey, hey, they've been bailing. He's seen something, you know, with the defense. He's like, hey, they've been doing this. Hey, snap it down, you know, at the top, and, you know, I'll hit it to you. And that's, you know, when we convert on that, that huge third down, you know, getting us a chance to win. So I think he just makes those kind of football plays and just kind of sees the game and just kind of plays free. I love that. I mean, it's hard for veteran quarterbacks sometimes to make adjustments. So do you hear that from Tyler Scott that Tyson Bajan already has that ability to, you know, change a play or adjust is pretty exciting. But I don't, I don't want to go overboard on anything – in terms of how well he's going to play and all that kind of stuff. Let's just wait and see what he does this week coming off the last game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Last topic is going to be Cody Whitehair, who had to come in and play center during the Washington game, which the Bears won, came in for Lucas Patrick, who was injured. But 
even in that Washington game, Whitehair did not snap particularly good. You know how poor the snapping was against Minnesota. So that was addressed with Cody Whitehair in the locker room today. And Cody, prior to having to go in to play center because of injury, how much were you practicing snapping the football? Yeah, I mean, I was there during training camp, um, you know, for a majority of the training camp. Um, you know, and I just got to get better at snapping the ball. Um, you know, I, t- I take full responsibility for that, and, uh, you know, that has to get done. Would it be fair to say you weren't practicing it as much just in the previous weeks, not just training camp, but over the last pre- previous weeks when you were playing guard and had no plans of coming anyway? Yeah, I mean, you know, I always try and stay ready, um, whether that be before and after practice. Um, you know, but uh, just got to keep keep uh, perfecting the snap and, uh, you know, keep getting better. The Bears were caught a little bit off guard with this because I did a little um, digging or listening to the the Bears weekly program, um, which is on the Bears radio network. It was after the Washington game that we referenced. He's now played, you know, a game and a half at center. And um, Jeff Joniak uh, does the show with Tom Thayer. They had Cody Whitehair on. Joniak asked Whitehair, do you practice snapping every day just in case? And Whitehair said, quote, the last about six weeks, no. I would do maybe two reps every week or something, but hasn't really popped up much or recently until this week. So I don't know. It, it just seems strange that in a snap in that game in Washington, Cody Whitehair was your best option, and it sounds like he just came in completely cold. Should there have been another center on the roster? Should it have been Dan Feeney attempting to get some cracks at the center position? Um, it does feel like the Bears were caught a little bit off guard in terms of just thinking that Cody Whitehair would be able to step in. I mean, they had to have gone through the scenario of what if Lucas Patrick gets injured? Then what? Apparently their plan was to slide the cold uh, Cody Whitehair in at that position. So um, I thought that was interesting. And, you know, if that is the case, then the the Bears simply were not putting Whitehair in the best position to win the last couple of weeks for sure. And, I mean, I know he, he practiced snapping all week before the Minnesota game, and that's when he just had a festival of errors on the shotgun. But, again, you know, Cody needs to be better. But I just don't know that the Bears put him in the best position to succeed or to win in in this particular case. A few other notes here before we get out of here for the day. Uh, Nate Davis did not practice, is not practicing because of the high ankle sprain. The point of that is, because you knew that, the point of that is, is that Iberflu says they have not yet settled on a combination for the offensive line yet for this Sunday. That will be interesting, and I will be tracking throughout the week. Roshan Johnson remains in concussion protocol, still could return, while Travis Homer is back. Another Bears depth piece at running back to need as many as they can get at this point. Uh, Darnell Wright, the right tackle, popped up on the injury report with a shoulder injury, limited. Yannick Ngakwe, limited because of a back injury. And Dan Feeney, whom we just discussed, limited with a knee injury. So all sorts of things popping out here at Hallis Hall. I will be back here again tomorrow for our executive producer, Ray Diaz. I'm Mark Grody for The Daily Score. Thank you for listening.